Sentire Media. You only have to visit Italy one time to know that there is something pretty special about this country. From top to bottom, heel to toe, every single region has something better than the next. The most beautiful beaches, there's four distinct seasons, none of them too extreme except, well, maybe Sicily in the summer. The cities are safe, there's fresh local food, art, history, the Alps and the Med, beautiful people, easy lifestyle and delicious wine. It's almost like Italy got a second helping when it came time to decide what country gets what. Every year, tourists flock to this peninsula and they absorb the lifestyle. They bathe in the golden sunshine and cleanse from their stressful lives. Most people head to the rolling hills and cypress-lined driveways. You know what I'm talking about. Tuscany, the jewel of Italy. A brand unto itself. In fact, the word Tuscany immediately conjures up dreamy images that movie makers and Instagrammers continue to reinforce. Now, I live in Tuscany, so believe me, I get it. Tuscany is a dream, but it isn't the only place that makes my heart go pitter-patter. I also have eyes for another. It took us a few years to make our way south to Puglia, and for some reason, the further south we would go would be to our little house on the hill in Amalfi. Then one boring winter morning, yeah, life does get boring here, even in Italy, we decided to jump in the car and head down south. I had heard many things about Puglia and the whole heel of the boot. Some were good, some not so good, so I was curious to see for myself. The six or so hour drive, depending on the speed cameras, really wasn't that far for a Canadian to drive, so after a few auto grill stops and stretches, we were soon traveling down country roads that were flanked by short stone walls that reminded me a lot of when I lived in the Cotswolds in England. But this was not England. Behind these little walls were majestic, ancient, thousand-year-old olive trees whose limbs were arthritic with age and entangled and twisted around each other and then expanding out and up to the canopy of these silver-green leaves. They stood about 10 feet tall and some were so weary from holding up the olives that farmers have actually built these cement crutches to prop up their very old and tired limbs. And there's hundreds of them standing in the red soil in these fields with cobalt blue skies above that gave such a stark contrast in color. I was completely mesmerized. We whizzed by them with the windows open and neither of us were talking. We were just taking it all in. I was, and still am now, in love with these giants in the south. The only thing that really broke our silence was this English GPS voice that was brutalizing the town name Loco Rotondo. As we approached the whitewashed hilltop town, I completely forgot I was in Italy. There was nothing that resembled Tuscany or that resembled anything that I had seen so far. This area looked more like Greece. As we rounded up the hill and past the Trulli estates, there were these lush green streets with lots of trees and plants and flowers and rolling farmland that were covered in these perfect rows of vineyards and fruit trees everywhere. And then we finally came up to a dead end at the gates to the city. This was Loco Rotondo, an elegant town in one of the three hilltop towns that make the triangle of the Val di Itria. Now the other two are Cisternino and Martina Franca, and you can see them in the distance. I bailed out of the car before my husband had completely stopped, anxious to get to what was behind those white arches to the town. 
We pulled out our wheelie bags and quickly found our Airbnb. Yes, thanks, it's nice, now please go, was what I wanted to say to the nice lady who was checking us in and clearly proud of her flat. But instead, I smiled and tried to look patient, nodding at the beautiful plants that she pointed out and waited for her to leave. As soon as the door shut behind her, andiamo was the order and off we went exploring. Locorotondo is small. You can easily walk the old town in just a few hours. And there's a road that encircles the whole old town, like many towns in Puglia that were built to protect themselves from the invaders in the past. But the only thing invading Locorotondo that afternoon were two very hungry Canadians. Now, I'd heard that the Pugliese food was good, but I was not expecting just how good. After living in Italy for so many years, good food is kind of taken for granted. There's many famous restaurants on the inner streets of Locorotondo, but we decided to eat in one that was sitting along the ring road and overlooking the valley. We ordered the Antipasto della Casa, which is always the best choice when you're trying food in a new region. And that's because it's a mix of appetizer plates. Usually they have many different things that are regional and a lot of stuff that is homemade. And it's really a great way to sample a lot of different things at one time. I also recommend that you wait to make the rest of your order until after you get the antipasto because it can be surprisingly huge and filling and this one in particular was non-stop. There were boards filled with sliced meats and local cheeses and sauces, olives, onions, breads, meatballs, these little mini bowls filled with seafood and baked, grilled and stuffed seasonal vegetables and a whole lot more and a couple of glasses of local Primitivo wine, and I had serious thoughts about leaving Tuscany for Puglia. My husband was visibly worried. We spent the next three days exploring the area around the valley, wondering what was inside the Trullo, what did they really look like? And we were eating our way through each village, making friends in the piazza, and left with a full belly, winter sun-kissed cheeks, and a promise to return, which we did many times over. Actually, eventually, because there was no more will to resist, we bought a truly in a field with majestic olive trees that overlooks Ostuni. And we're going to begin restoration this fall. So keep an eye out for our special series on renovating in Puglia because I'm going to take you behind the scenes so you can follow every single step. Puglia was love at first sight for me, and when I try to explain to those who are disappointed that they have to choose to live in Puglia to take advantage of the 7% flat tax, I tell them, aspetta, wait. Because Puglia has a lot to offer. It's majestic, historic, emotional, and very beautiful. It has the most wonderful food, climate, people, history, landscapes, cities, events, and wonders that every other region in Italy has to offer. True, Puglia is not Tuscany, it's Puglia. But Puglia has something that Tuscany doesn't, and that is the low cost of living and the 7% flat tax incentive. To see Puglia, to experience it, is to love it. I promise you have to give it a try and see for yourself. Well, hello there, Samantha here. If you're thinking about retiring to Italy and have learned that you can save a mini fortune in taxes by choosing to reside in a 7% town in Italy, well, I have some great news. My team has organized brand new 7% discovery tours that are designed to help you find the best town for you in the south of Italy. 
So join our expert guides and learn about every one of these top towns through the eyes of a future local, not a tourist. These are serious game changers, my friends. So if you are not sure where the best place is for you to move to, this could be the best four days and four nights you will ever spend. If you want some more help and you want to learn more, please visit us on our website at www.smartmoveitaly.com backslash travel. Sentire Media Hey podcast producers and show hosts, do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.